One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lovely podcast listeners, how are you? And may, may I be the first to say today, Merry Christmas. I'm feeling festive, 23rd of December. Very, very special Christmas special for you. How many times can I say special? And Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. James, I've got James Williams, uh, Glamour's wonderful associate editor with me today. Resident man. Yeah, resident man. But then today, I'm really in quite the man sandwich, the man sandwich to end them all, because we have one of the most exciting guests, um, straight fresh from Glamour's cover to the Glamour podcast. It's the wonderful body coach, Mr. Joe Wicks. Hello, everybody. Hey, Joe. Welcome. This is my first ever podcast, so I'm losing my virginity on podcast right now. Amazing. We feel so honoured. Feels great. It's, it's a strange environment. We're in a really big, <laughs> spacious cupboard. We'll be gentle. We promise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to promise that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a total lie. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. And you. Merry Christmas. You excited? Yes, absolutely. We finished today, so the, uh, Christmas officially begins at lunchtime. Oh, brilliant. So out on the booze, then. Yes. <laughs> Let the eating begin. How dare you insinuate such things? Yeah. Well, My body's on. a temple, Joe. That's why we've got you here today. You've got to let go at Christmas, yeah. though, haven't you? Come How on. many yeah. mince pies have you had today? Um, I, I all, over boxing, Christmas and Boxing Day as much as I can, so I've probably had about three already. See, that's already great news. Because I think everyone would probably think, you know, you'd be you know, one of these sort of people that would be like, oh, you know, you've got to rein it in at Christmas. But you don't have to, right? Come on, you, it is Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. You know what I want for Christmas? I want you to send me a picture about two o'clock on Christmas Day, <laughs> hunched over a big bucket of mince pies <laughs> with a handful that. of celebrations in the other and a and a half a drunk bottle of port. And Turkey then, coma. Then, Turkey yeah. sweats. Yeah. Oh, I, I might just, I literally like nap, wake up, eat, sleep, wake up, eat again like Christmas Day. It's just the day I eat. Is, but I do like to work out sort of Boxing Day. I'll get back on it. But um, yeah, you got to have a blowout on Christmas Day, right? Yeah. And is it with family Christmas Day? Yeah, I'm going to have my family and my, um, my brother and his little baby now. So I'm mm-hmm. an uncle, which is exciting. So we've oh, got the family one. together. Yeah, little nephew Oscar. Um, but yeah, nice family and friends. And are you doing the cooking? I am. I'm going to give it a go. Are you? Is this your first time? Uh, I've done it before, but I'm not a fan of turkey, so I might just do um, a roast chicken. I don't like turkey. Turkey's I do, I do lamb. Lamb's good. Yeah, lamb would be good. Yeah. See, but I'm with Nigella on this. I think turkey gets a bad rep. People have been overcooking turkeys for years, and that's the problem. They think there's this idea you've got to shove your turkey in like the Tuesday before Christmas, and it really is because people are overcooking it. So it's actually quite good when it's done properly. It's all about yeah. Nigella's turkey bath. James is basically in love with Nigella. I, I am. So the minute Sorry. he says Nigella, I kind of just stop listening. I love your books, Joe. I really do, but I do love Nigella. I'm not as sexy as Nigella, that's for sure. Well, I'm sure we 
we've got some readers out there that would yeah, disagree. Indeed. Um, now, when you are doing the cooking, because my husband is a vegetarian, and I sometimes I do imagine when we invite people over that there's a conversation. I'm like, oh, yeah, but they're vegetarian. <laughs> do, you, do your family go, oh, God, is he going to give us quinoa balls instead of stuffing? <laughs> is there any of that? No, I love, I'm not a veggie myself, but... Um, I think there's some lovely. You can still have lovely vegetarian food if you're if you're smart and you've got nice recipes and stuff. But um, for me, Christmas Day is about meat. It's about turkey, lamb, beef, <laughs> yeah. pork. Had a boy. You know, yeah, getting well, meaty on Christmas Day. My husband has to suck it on Christmas Day. He can have a nice nut roast while yeah. I have a lamb. Absolutely. But yeah. the thing is, again, Joe. I mean, what I love about your books and your recipes is, you know, you have things like pie in there. You've got cheese in there. And I think this is what's brilliant. You are busting the myth and all these things. I think that people have been taught over the years, bad advice you've been given about how you should be eating. And I, I just think it's brilliant. You're basically telling people it's not about suffering is it yeah it's about you know you can eat carbs you can eat fats at the right time and it's hallelujah people have been (laughs) yeah it's just bad information out there and people thinking the only way to burn fat is to starve yourself but we know that doesn't work right so my whole philosophy on lean 15 is about eating the right stuff eating more of it and doing your hit training so that you can you know eat more food and still stay lean which is Mm. what we love right we love our food yeah now how many bodies in the nation do you think you've made over so R- rough guesstimate with my 90 day plan so my online plan i think 135,000 people have signed up wow but with the book i've sold 1.5 million books in nine months insane that's all right isn't it I know, it's quite it's a nice, nice effort yeah so, what was the big turning point for you because i mean i've been following you on instagram for quite a few years now but i mean what was do you think the, the turning point when you thought this has truly exploded I don't know if there's one specific thing that kind of tipped me over the edge, but it was just a f- just like little bits of kind of doing this morning and Sunday brunch helped a lot, but it all just kind of built over time, you know, and then obviously once you get that momentum and then my first book came out, it was like the fastest selling book of the year. So it's all, I think that's helped a lot, the book getting me off of social media into like people's homes and stuff. And now the cover of Glamour, of course. Yeah, which I love. I'm so proud of that. Honestly, <laughs> We're yet to sell a million though. I'm really I know. Come on, Joe. <laughs> all those photos we took and I was thinking, oh, I wonder what one it's going to be, but it's just, the f- I think you've, picked a lovely photo Aww. that was my favorite from the very beginning was it so that's that's the eye i had how many did you narrow down to did you have like a solution um, i think it was two wasn't it yeah i mean that's the thing you can tell a good shoot i think when you've got a lot of choice and i probably had about six which is a you lot you made it very difficult joe to be yeah. honest there were too many too yeah. many good pictures there's a lot of directions we could have taken yeah you know the the mild bulge of the bicep the, the hair swept back yeah. Well, we also can't go any further. That's congratulating on being the tenth sexiest man as voted for by the Glamour readers as well. Wow, really? Oh, thank <laughs> you very much. That's, how do they vote for that? Who votes? That was a public vote. Yeah, it's well, ter- I think it was your mum. <laughs> Several <laughs> times. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Never thought I'd make one of those lists. There you oh, go. Welcome. Okay. Who's number one? Um, who oh my god, it? I've got, I've got, I've totally blanked. Who's number one? Oh, oh, Jamie Dornan. Oh yeah, he's a hunk, isn't he? The guy, yeah. from Shades of Grey. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a not very bloke. ugly. No, yeah, he's a very good yeah. bloke. My first awareness of you was I was, um, it was during London Fashion Week about two years ago, and I was sitting by myself with um, the guy who regularly drives us around to all the fashion shows. It's a lovely guy. Um, and he was asking me as a magazine editor if I'd heard of the body coach. And I said, no, who's the body coach? And he said, well, he's this guy and he's got this plan and it's all about, you know, clean eating and exercise and honest food. And then he pulled out his phone and showed me pictures of his naked torso before and after. <laughs> so I'm sort of sitting there trying to have this normal conversation about going, yeah, I think, yeah, you, yeah, you've definitely, you look, your torso is looking great. So then that's when I decided yeah. to Google you and become aware. That inappropriate so, yeah. intimacy was all your fault, <laughs> Joe, basically. I love that. It's nice that there's, this thing is guys, girls, mums, dads all doing it. So it's, 
and uh, nice that they're proud to talk about it as well and show you their tours. But I think as well, you're really passionate. You talk about this in your feature in Glamour. You talk about um, kids, which I think is your next big thing, isn't it? Really trying to motivate kids. Because you had, a, gr- you had a, a young kid recently, I think, that's been doing your plan and had a huge transformation. Yeah, he. but I met him at this... Um, well, he contacted me over Snapchat and he said, you know, he picked up my book and he started reading. He's only young and he started doing the hit sessions at home and he's lost loads of weight and he's really confident. And it really made me think, I've tapped into a kind of young teenager who's like really into it now and I wanted to kind of I want to replicate that somehow like and go into schools and work with NHS because the obesity problem in the UK is just getting worse right so I really want to be leading that next year like that's a really big effort of mine. How do you balance because as a women's <clears throat> magazine editor if I talk in print about diets and losing weight I basically get hung drawn and quartered and told that I'm you know responsible for dysmorphia and upsetting people's body image how do you talk to children about losing weight in that sort of like that delicate space yeah it's never really about it's not about dieting or it's not about the message is just like you know cook healthy food Mm. and do exercise and feel strong and confident it's not related just to weight or like body image it's about confidence and this kid so picking up that book completely changed his direction of his life because he's not getting bullied anymore he's going to be really confident teenager when he goes through school and college if he had carried on his path the way he was eating he'd gone bigger and bigger so it's amazing if you get the message right and you just encourage someone inspire them it's not about making them feel bad it's about making them feel empowered then that kid's going to really influence all his mates and his mum's going to feel great about it and watch him and hopefully all the whole household's going to get healthier and i just think it's about i hate that word diet it just feels like it's a fad and i just think what it's about it's not about a phase it's about a whole new way of living and i just think the word diet's got such a bad rap and we always try to avoid using it to be honest i mean Mm. the other word i hate is you want people say they're slimming that's such a mum thing oh well you don't i'm not going to have pudding i'm slimming but you know it's, it's all part of that it's like you know it's not just a, you don't have to be all sort of one thing or the other you just need to find a balance i think yeah and it's a lifestyle isn't it? like we can all be lean or we can all gain body fat depending on what we put in our bodies when we wake up to go to bed so my message is about just giving people a little bit of inspiration to, you know get off your bum do this workout go in the kitchen cook your meal and once you repeat that every day you're lean and healthy it's no magic it's not a secret it's not magic it's just consistency to stick to something that's enjoyable isn't it but also not i think i think this is where you've really i think uh, inspired people is the fact that it doesn't have to be you know an hour every day of the week you know it's about short sharp bursts isn't it of activity and also the, the speed with which you can make healthy nutritious food yeah i always say the less stress you have in the kitchen you know the more likely you are to stick to something and that's what it is with lean 15 it's like healthy recipes and the workouts can be done anywhere like i do them in hotels in my bedroom in, in the garden so it's anywhere any any time no excuses basically have you ever had a moment of or do you have moments of low body confidence um yeah, it's, when I was a teenager growing up, I was really, really skinny. So my brother used to be like, you're skinny. And it used to really... Uh, so when I could get to the gym, I started going like about 16 like to lift weights and just feel a bit better about myself. But now like, I'm 31 now and I'm not so... I don't really worry so much about what other people think. But I think it's not about being ripped and lean all year round. It's about just being confident. Like if you're happy walking along a beach or if you're happy, you know, getting naked, it, it's something that we can all have all year round. It doesn't have to just be for that one week on holiday. You know, you can be fit and lean all year round. And exactly. And, and obviously your DVD is out on Boxing Day. Right? Tell us a bit about that and how that differs from, you know, the stuff you do on YouTube and on Instagram. Yeah, so I went, I went to um, Abu Dhabi and filmed this DVD and I really wanted to make it something that's like progressive so that, you know, it's not just like everyone's, you know, really difficult or really intense, not super hard work, but basically it's like seven levels. So you build up from beginner to winner. I call it beginner to winner. And it's just going to be one of those things for people that aren't on social media or don't use YouTube. They can do this DVD at home. And I think that is really going to change a lot of people's um, bodies and lives. Basically, I'm really, really excited about seeing that come out. So those people have turkey sweats in the next couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> 
hands up. <laughs> there's a light at the end of the tunnel with your Lean in 15 DVD on yeah, Boxing and, Day. And uh, there is no better walking, talking ad than the man himself. Absolutely. looking very fit today and very fit on our cover. Check it out before it disappears, everybody. <laughs> Right, Joe. so what we do on Glamour Hey It's Okay is we look at some topics and decide whether or not they're okay. Kind right. of does what it says on the tin, really. It's not rocket science. Uh, no, yeah. we're not good at rocket science, <laughs> thank God. But this is a bit of a minefield for me, this one. Is it? Is it okay to not send Christmas cards? I mean, I am just the worst. I wish you all Merry Christmas. And some of you will at this stage have a Christmas card that I have written to you and then failed to faff around getting the postcode and buying the stamps. So then in the middle of February, I will find the Christmas card that I really did intend to send to you. I do the same thing every year. I'm so glad you're saying this because I'm the exact same. I, I always feel like I will truly be a grown up the year I get around to sending Christmas cards. And my mum and my aunts and everyone, all my family always tell me off about it. They're like, for goodness sake, you're old enough now. You should be sending your own Christmas cards. And I don't know if it's some sort of weird subjective rebellion on my part, but I just can't get my arse in gear to do it. Tell us, oh, millennial one. <laughs> do people still send Christmas cards? quite bad but I've never sent anyone a Christmas card oh, oh my god we are terrible terrible people I feel bad opening them because I think oh god like, I open it oh, great but you know you might put it on the shelf for a few days but it's just going to get thrown away and they, you know, there's hundreds of people spending thousands of pounds on cards. I'd rather send a nice text or a nice, you know, nice email. I'm really, with you. Are we old-fashioned? I'm with you totally. We're not old-fashioned, are we? I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend that it's all about the environment for me. Yeah. I mean, it's such a waste of paper. <laughs> but <laughs> I do <laughs> glittery and you open and there's glitter all over your hand. Oh, but I, I feel that way about all cards. I have to say, the second I get given a card, whether it's a birthday card or a moving in card or something, I do just feel a bit stressed. I just think, oh God, how long have I got to keep it up for? And what am I going to do with it afterwards? And I do get this card kind of slightly like you know green guilt about oh god make sure you recycle it and i don't know i just believe in this world you're either you the world is divided into two types of people you're either a card sender or you're not that's my genuine belief i kind of want to be a card sender the card sender are the same people who write you a thank you note on paper and post it after a dinner or just send you a nice note because and i i kind of want to be one of those ladies true grown-up just kind and considerate and caring and it makes you think do i have to send one back to them and then you've got a before you know, you've got to write 20 cards. Well, it's there is admin as well. Going to the post is admin. It's it so is admin. Work. But then there is the passive aggressive Christmas card as well. When you where it, on, the, on the rare occasion that I have managed to get a few out, and then I get a get one back, and I think you've only sent that because I sent you one. Yeah. Then, uh, then where's the sincerity? Well, this is my point. I, where does it stop? Because I have genuine friends and relatives who are so card obsessed, they'll end up sending thank you cards to thank people for sending them a card, and it's like it could oh, never really? stop. It's That's just a constant real. exchange of cards. Honestly. There are some people who just love giving cards. You know, you get around to some of your friends' house and they've got like 30 cards like, hanging on the wall like in a big art. <laughs> like yeah. piece of string. Some people love no, it. No one's celebrate. got Venetian blinds anymore. It used to be the Venetian blind thing, didn't it? Until they all came crashing down. There was like <laughs> uh, literally hundreds of Christmas cards when I was a kid at my parents' house. My parents are still very proud. When I, when I ring them up around Christmas time, they'll be like, how many cards? Guess how many cards we've got? And I'm like, oh, really? Really, yeah. I'm not bothered. Is it, is it a status symbol, do you think? I think it maybe it used to be, but they, they really, everyone is up. And, but it's, it's almost like a three-week job. I think we all better right now think of something quickly that we all do that's nice for somebody else at Christmas. I'm kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with you. The yeah. I genuinely do make a point of sending messages on Christmas Day to my nearest, my dearest, and and not just a round robin. I'll send like you know, you know individual <laughs> no. ones. What, so you send a text to your mum? No, that's, well, look, that's, I, I, that's oh, my mum's real lucky. She gets to see me in person. But uh, no, but yeah, no, I, I think it's quite a nice thing to do because it is the modern day equivalent of sending like a letter or a telegram. Mm. <laughs> 
I'm going to do a Facebook Live on oh. Boxing Day, so I'm going to get everyone exercising. That's my way of giving back and saying, come on, have a, have a lovely day and let's do a workout together. So that's my, that's my Christmas gift to all my followers. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah I don't, I feel the same way about like wrapping paper as well. I, don't, oh. I mean I love it. I, I'm the, in my head I love the idea of making a real effort and getting lots of different types. But yeah. I'm just never going to be that organised. Like you said, life admin is not my friend. I, I think I really annoy my family, extended and and immediate, with how much I love gift wrapping i think they take that as aggression on my part that, that, that i've really gone to town with the bows and the color theme and they just want to get it done with a bit of a sticky tape and it, yeah but again it's one of those things you can either wrap or you can't i'm but terrible are you but oh, i quite I, like that sometimes i quite like i quite like seeing a really shit shittily wrapped gift under the tree because it really amuses me run that show at harrods i love <laughs> gift wrapping so that can be my contribution i'll make everyone's present look nice no matter how rubbish it is underneath the wrapping <laughs> but yeah i just want to say for the record I, I i actually love christmas and i do wish everyone a lovely happy christmas i'm just never going to get around to putting it in in a card form I'm afraid. yeah agreed on that are we all in agreement yeah i don't know i'll, I'll let you know on christmas day if you get a text from me yeah. <laughs> i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Right, well, I think we've outed ourselves. There's one ritual that none of us have is the Christmas cards. But is it okay to have any Christmas rituals? I can't really... Do you know what I think the worst and most embarrassing thing is? I actually copied a Christmas ritual of Modern Family. Oh, what was That's that? That's a bit sad, What's isn't that it? then? Well, I just saw that the Pritchetts had this thing where they... I really love Modern Family, and my daughter loves it as well. It's the one TV show we can agree on. And they have this ritual where every Christmas Eve, they all each get a new pair of pyjamas. Oh. And so now my family gets new pyjamas on Christmas Eve. I copied it off the telly. That's quite sweet, though. That's yeah. quite nice. I've I got love two pajamas. traditions. Mm. One is we always open one present each on Christmas Eve. Like, you know, one you just go under the tree and grab one. Yeah. We all got one. And on and on Christmas Day, we all play either Cluedo or Monopoly after yeah. we had our dinner. Is that mm. normal? No, well, yeah, think... but Monopoly can lead to all-out warfare. <laughs> Punch-ups, yeah, yeah. 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 Scrabble can get really aggressive <laughs> is what I find. Trivial Pursuit. I mean, anything, really. I mean, I am... Um, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I do like traditional Christmases and obviously it's, it's nice to have rituals, but I think 
the difference for me is i think because i've done things like i've had christmases away from my family i've had christmases in hot climates so for me there's no there's not so much baggage associated with one right kind of christmas i'm kind of quite relaxed about the whole thing but i do get that some people get very tense with the idea of breaking with any kind of tradition like not having the full turkey and all the trimmings or i i do miss my mother's i don't see my parents that much at christmas they're in australia i do miss that my mother getting up at four o'clock in the morning to stick a turkey on the Weber barbecue. Wow. So, so that's, we still have in Australia. Oh, overcooking that turkey. I'm telling you, the Aussies, <laughs> it's a slow cooker. Shut up, <laughs> Nigella. Uh, it's, and it's, it's like, you know, 35 degrees and my mother still insists on the baked yeah, English yeah. traditional dinner, but we have it barbecued. Yeah. yeah, well, no, I like that idea. I mean, I think the thing is, I think there are people, and I think it's especially this is a good one for you, Joe, because you said you're hosting Christmas this year. I think people that take to hosting, especially the first time, can really stress themselves out about making it the perfect Christmas. And I think about getting all those traditions right. And I think it is a shame. So I think people can get quite stressed out. And I'm with you when you were talking about making food and preparing food. And I'm a big believer in if you're stressed out while making food, it's not going to taste good. You almost put into the food the energy you have whilst creating it. Yeah, so definitely. I think um, sometimes, you know, traditions are good and rituals are good, but to the point of stressing you out, to the point where you're miserable and you're, you're putting that into your food, not It's good. oven space. I just wish I had two ovens because I always struggle, like, the timing so, of the roast Joe, and the potatoes. you can afford two ovens now. Come on. <laughs> I've got, no, but I've only got a little flat, so... Do you, you should have written to Santa <laughs> for a bigger oven. Do you want to borrow oven? my camp oven that I had <laughs> when I was um, oh, yeah, renovating my kitchen? Put yeah. it on the barbecue. Yeah. It's t- yeah, it's always, I think, do I put the potatoes in first or the... T- like, you know, and you want everything to be hot at the end. Mm. It is a, it's, a, it's a complex um, manoeuvre, isn't it, doing a Christmas dinner? What, what are you doing for pudding? Oh, I'll do something like something like oh, I love an apple crumble or stick it <gasps> toffee pudding. So or no actual Christmas pudding. I don't for you. like Christmas pudding. All that liquor I and all that, and Christmas fire cake. And all that. No, it's hate nasty. It. Yeah. See, this is where people fall out, isn't it? Because I mean, for as much, I don't think anyone genuinely truly likes Christmas pudding, but you've got to have it. No. It's no. no, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's weird. The fruitcake thing, like we like, you put like liquor and you let set it on fire and all that. Nonsense. I just think it's the worst representation of seventies food. I just, <laughs> I can't bear it. But it's suet, isn't it? Which is never a good word. Suet. And I don't like the whole <laughs> sticking the money in it. Well, that's just a money's a, gross. That's that a, a dental yeah. d- bill waiting to happen. The money thing. You, 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 you put, know. you're supposed to put money in the Christmas pudding, aren't yeah. you? Well, then you just break a tooth on it and then end up spending a fortune. Or choke on, the on it. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Choking hazards galore. Never heard that one. I'm with you on an apple crumble. May I suggest adding some berries? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Apple and raspberry. Yeah. Blackberry yeah. crumble's nice. Yeah. Just a British pudding or like sticky toffee pudding or like a chocolate, fo- or even like a f- eaten mess of like some meringue and Ooh. some berries and double cream is a bit of a winner. Is it? Is it? Does it count as a ritual to pass out into a carb coma about four o'clock on Absolutely. Christmas Day? Absolutely, that's a total tradition. Yeah, like all yeah. oh, you're you're watching like you know National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah. Yeah. fall asleep, Top of the Pop special. Or something I do like love that. the Christmas movies. That's what gets me. As of Christmas Eve, the Christmas movies, like you know, even like Jingle All the Way with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, they just make you feel like Christmas, don't they? Well, I think your taste levels go out the window at Christmas as well. You end up watching absolute shit on TV, like Mrs. Brown's Boys, which I know uh. Joe's Joe's a secret lover of. <laughs> But also, I think, Long you know, silence. all your common sense, you, know, you eat like a pig, you watch terrible TV. But I think because you know it's for that one day and one day only, so you kind of go a bit mad. Yeah, it great. What is it about you can eat a full three-course meal and then two hours later you're thinking, hmm, yes, turkey doorstep sandwich, let's go for it. You know, you're hungry again. It's weird. It's like, yeah, and then, and then you get the twiglets out and then you get the cheese out and you just get, oh, you know. Cheese board, man. <laughs> it's all about th- the cheese board. And I go through the... Um, you know, the celebrations or the uh, quality street, li- leave all the bad ones for my brother. Which I ones just... are always left in your house? I find that's really interesting as well when you find out which uh, families d- d- sort of you know, dismiss which chocolate. Hang on, which one gets left? 
Because I, I maintain no one really likes an orange cream or a strawberry cream. Oh, the creamy ones get left till last year. Yeah. Definitely. I don't believe that you eat all this at Christmas. <laughs> I just don't. But it's only for yeah. one day, right? Joe, yeah. you said. Oh, yeah. I'll eat, I probably, I reckon I eat like triple the amount of food I eat on Christmas Day. You should Snapchat that. I will. I'll definitely Snapchat <laughs> Yeah. It'll be all over it. But I like your um, uh, tradition about the presents because that, that's actually quite royal. Because I think then all the royal family open their Christmas presents all on Christmas Eve. Really? Apparently so, yes. Why would they do that? Because my grandmother had no patience when it came to opening Christmas presents, so she would always bring out that stat to basically make us all open our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's a bit apparently. unfair. And what do you want for Christmas, Joe? Oh, what do I want for Christmas? I'd like to get a new bicycle. Oh. Yeah, like a nice bike to go cycling around Richmond Park. Lovely. Any particular colour or...? Just nice and... I don't know, I like black, like matte black, you know, yeah. like a bit of a stealthy one, but um, I've got, I live near Richmond Park, so I do a lot of cycling, so that'd be probably my ultimate present would be a nice new new racing bike well we'll see if you've been a good boy right so we've um, covered a lot of ground today I want to talk about inevitably I want to talk about social media with the social media kingpin here in the pod cupboard with us today is it okay to spend Christmas day on social media I obviously I know it's not really okay I know it's frowned upon but I'm totally going to do it what about (laughs) you I'll tell you one of the things that really drives me mad it's when people, they lay all their presents out on the floor, like proper every present in like a little line and take a photo and put it on Instagram and be like, oh, look what my boyfriend got me. Look what it's too much. It's <laughs> personal. Keep that to yourself. Like, you know, that shouldn't be shared. I think it's weird. But um, in terms of like, you know, checking in and wishing people happy, I'll, I'll be wishing people Merry Christmas because obviously my business is on social media. What, what do you think? Are you going to stay off it or will you stay on it on Christmas Day? No, I'm probably going to have um, intense moments of boredom where the first thing I think to do is see what everyone's doing on Twitter, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because yeah. I think oh, the thing is, again, you're with your family and my mum is always telling me off for being on my phone too much anyway. So I know it's going to be probably one of the causes of an argument at some point during the day. But I like, I'm one of these people, I like chatting about whatever everyone everybody is collectively watching on tv yeah i love that sometimes you enjoy the social media bit more than you enjoy the program it actually enhances it's like an enhanced way of enjoying a tv program now i find actually doing it on twitter and once we've eaten and done the presents and everything my family don't particularly care because we're all just sitting watching tv but it's fine and i think there are some amazing benefits of social media at christmas time obviously we're all very lucky we all know we're spending time with our families we know we're going to be eating a lot and having a generally lovely day by the odd monopoly fallout (laughs) and um but a lot of people are really lonely at christmas and it really highlights that and that's why i think sarah millican the comedian for the last few years has done a hashtag called join in Mm. so where if you are alone on christmas day you can search that hashtag and, and chat to other people who are feeling a bit alone. And I think that it's things like that that I think, gosh, when I'm an old lady, I might never have to be alone in the same way that some other old ladies are because of social media. And also, I think, it's you know, dark thought for you, isn't it? But, but also, yeah. I think, you know, social media can be awful in some respects. But I think when it comes to something like, something like that, yeah. it's actually amazing. That's a brilliant thing about social media. You know, it does bring people together at really horrible times. Are you going to feel, Joe? Like it's work, like you have to do stuff on social media on Christmas Day? Or? I think what I'll do is I think I'll document everything I eat just to show people that I'm absolutely a food monster on Christmas Day. And then I'm going to do the Facebook Live on Boxing Day. So I'm going to pr- promote it so that, that anyone that's feeling a bit sluggish, and we all do on Boxing Day, and you're going to eat so much food Boxing Day as well because it doesn't stop, does it? So I'm going to say, get up on Boxing Day, let's do a hit session. And I, I, I think that'll be one of my um, busiest hit sessions of the year because people will want to do something in the living room but I don't think for me it's work but it's fun like I enjoy it so um, yeah I love it but 
Um, correct me if I'm right, Joe. Um, if I'm wrong, Joe. When you want to take a break from your socials, right? Do you just if you tell people they're fine about it, right? It's like when I think if you just disappeared without giving them pre-warning, that's when people freak out and start giving you loads of hassle about it. Is that yeah, right? if I don't up my, if I don't update my Snapchat story, like people genuinely worry. They're like, "Where are you? Everything all right?" But I, I'm like sometimes now we'll say I'm having a day off Snapchat just so people don't because I get bombarded with messages asking me where I am and stuff. But um, yeah, people are just so used to doing it every day, like updating the story, so they. If there's a gap, they think there's something wrong. But God, does that feel like being stalked at any point? Uh, no, nah, they're always being friendly. They're always saying, how are you and stuff. But I've built a really successful business off of it. And I've the reason I've sold 1.5 million books is because I'm so engaged with my audience and I message them back and say thank you. And I, I can't lose that. And I've got to keep that going. I've got to keep and I guess them. it's second nature, right? You, you don't really know any different now at this point. So. Full, yeah, like social media is a full-time job, but it's something that I like. like it's become my job. But in the beginning, it was just like for fun, right? So I'm still really passionate about it because I have fun doing it. And I'm not ashamed to say, actually, last year I got given a vinyl record player and some very hilarious records. And I probably did spend about 30 minutes organising that one Instagram picture to try and make it look as perfect as I wanted it to be. I'm that sad. I I, I will admit that. So I can't remember what I got last Christmas. Well, it's because my family did this really good thing now, you see, because I think we introduced Secret Santa a couple of years ago. So what we do is rather than we all buy essentially quite bad presents for each other which are worth like 10 or 15 quid we decided a couple of years ago we were going to pull one name out from within the family and everyone got one gift that was worth like 200 quid right. so you now you get one really good present as opposed to loads of crap presents okay. so i got this vinyl record player so i was really happy with it so that's why i did spend an inordinate amount of time okay. on, on that he- picture here's one for you what are your worst presents oh. can either of you top my used lipstick <laughs> used lipstick <laughs> From my dear, mad old great auntie many years ago, or was it so obviously used? By the oh, way, oh yeah, it was like it, it was it was orange. It had sort of grooves in it, and it had a square. It was squared off. It's like totally used. Does she know she's giving a used? One? I suspect yes. Wow, quite yeah. Oh. I love my mad great old auntie. She's dead now, so she can't listen to this and be offended. No, but my other one was um, a, a tube of three ninety nine face wash from Boots. Um. <laughs> I always get really bad, like, toiletry stuff off of my aunties. It's like, oh, you know, links, like, oh. family pack, and I don't use links. Careful, don't cause any family <laughs> rows over this, over this segment I've of the podcast. I've been wearing links since I was, like, 12, so yeah. they're yeah. like, oh, really? Like, that's the right age to give up links as well. <laughs> I think 12, I, 13 is the time to I give think, up. I think that's your auntie's cry for help, is that, you know, he's the... The man who's got everything, what the hell can I buy him? That's just, that's a desperate, that's the equivalent of the men you see in Selfridges on Christmas Eve just saying to the perfume girls, yeah, 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 that, that, yeah. that, 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 that's, that's what the your I just love do. pants and socks at Christmas. I, I love getting a year's supply of pants see, and that's, socks. See, that's interesting. So I was going to say that for me is what makes me go a bit like, oh, because I just think, you know, but then you, you are right. I never actually buy them myself. It is good because you never have to do it. But yeah, they're usable. You can yeah. get a good use out of them. And, you know, you've, you've got to be considered the chafing on that new bike. So <laughs> the, the new duds have to be up to it. But it? also, I'm all, I'm all about full transparency, I think. The idea of being surprised is overrated. I think if you really want something, just get someone to tell the person that's buying you something what you want. Because yeah. I think you're better off. And also, I think it takes the stress out of it. I think what you were saying, Joe, about people just constantly running around or your poor are not knowing what to buy you. I think if they were just told, yeah, Joe wants this, they'd be like, great, getting it, you know? Going back to social media, maybe just don't tweet that you don't like the present because yeah, then everyone that just might. yells at you for being <laughs> ungrateful. Not it's like not just your relatives, the whole of Twitter yells at you for being ungrateful. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah. Just stick to your elf watching. Yeah. Right. Yes. 
Well, that's Christmas done. Um, I hope it's been lovely and sparkly for you. It well, certainly has for us. We've got to get a turkey on now. Yeah. Well, I was hoping, you know, I was still waiting for the invite round to Joe's house. It sounds like there's enough for an army going We'll on. bring links. Yeah. yeah, bring some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me and thanks for putting me on the cover. I loved it. And thank you for being on our cover. It's been a very special moment for us and sold out. Yes. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Joe. Totally. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy Facebook Living for Boxing Day. Thank you. Good luck with the sales of the DVD. Not that you need it. I think uh, 2017 is going to be another bumper year, I think. Yeah. And we can obviously see you on Instagram at The Body Coach. Is the Snapchat the same? Yeah. At The Body Coach on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat and Facebook. You know all this anyway. Everybody (laughs) follows him. Thanks so much, Joe. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 